Baby, baby, where did our love go? Deep inside me. Okay, enough. No, no soft sell right out of the gate. Too soon, too soon. Welcome, everybody. This is Harlan Williams. You're on the Harlan Highway podcast. That's right, boy. Um, great to have you here uh, today. We are going to be uh, taking some of your phone calls. We had some reaction to the new trend that I mentioned called the schlitzy. Uh, this horrible pigtail trend that guys are doing. So we're going to get some feedback from some of the pavement pounders on that. Um, also, we're going to be talking about your social security card. Is it time to abolish that and update that whole system? I'm going to get into depth about that and other personal forms of identification that seem to weigh us down. Um, also, oh my God, Aunt Ruthie, God bless her. She's always just seems to be lost and confused. Uh, sweet Aunt Ruthie left me a wonderful message. She's so loving and caring and talks a little too much, but she left me a nice message. I always love hearing from Aunt Ruthie on my answering machine. We'll play that for you. And we're going to talk about love, because this is the loving Harland Highway. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce the Harland Highway. I promise you, I will please you all. Believe me. What is he like? What's he like, anyway? Oh, he's an angel. He's an angel straight from heaven. You're going to need a bigger potion. You're listening to Harland Williams. Why don't you give me a name and a face? And a reason why! Oh man, what do you expect, you guys? Check along, man! <laughs> it's over, Johnny. It's over! Nothing is over! You just don't turn it off! You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Weird. Just plain weird. You know what I mean? I'm still alive. Well, I'll tell you what I won't give you, you muckers! I won't give you the satisfaction of saying that I'm sorry! Welcome to the Harland Highway. Oh, you get your money's worth, believe me. Hello? Hello? Hey, Harland, this is Snow calling from Seattle, Washington. Hey, I just listened to the episode of you talking about the ridiculous hairstyle, the Slipsy, I think you call it. Um, it's not exactly a new trend. I'm surprised that it's actually coming back in the area in which you happen to live in the United States, uh, I remember growing up in the 80s and uh, going to the gym, and uh, yeah, these big, tough guys were tough-looking guys, thinking that they look all macho and stuff, with this little six-year-old girl ponytail style in the middle of their head. It doesn't look right. Uh, I asked, actually, one of the guys before in the gym growing up in the 80s, I said, hey, uh, where did you get the idea for the hairstyle before? And they said, oh, man, you've got to watch these Akira Kurosawa uh, Japanese samurai movies. These really old black and white samurai movies. He goes, those guys were tough. Those guys were badasses. And I go, what makes you think that? And he said, well, you know, the, these guys are intimidated not only by their hairstyle, but the way in which they walk. And I go, well, the walk is one thing. The hairstyle, sure, but you're nowhere near bald, and you're not Japanese, and you don't have a whole lot of hair, really, to kind of pull off the look. So, hey, luckily I didn't get hurt. I didn't get punched. So if the guy wants to look like a douche, the guy can look like a douche. And I, I, I totally agree with you, Harlan. These guys, 
look ridiculous with that hairstyle, but let them do it. Hey, I'm spreading the word and telling everybody it's the Slippy. And, uh, yeah, guys have got to knock this off. That's my input. Thanks a lot. Chicken chow man. Hello? Hello? Hi, Harlan. This is Debbie from Arizona. I've called you before. But, anyway, I wanted to say holy shit about the Slitzy. Because just this weekend, my husband and I were in a bagel shop having breakfast. A guy came in with that doodad on top of his head, and we were both saying to ourselves, what the f- is that supposed to be? And then there you were talking about it just a couple days later, and it, it, I had no idea it was a trend, but I agree with you. It is ridiculous. I had to run to my husband and say, listen, Harlan, he's talking about that thing on the guy's head. It, it was amazing. Anyway, I really related. And one other thing before I go, where is Aunt Ruthie? I've called you about Aunt Ruthie before. I miss her. You don't have her on enough. Okay, thank you, Harlan, and I love you. Hello? Hello? Hello, Harlan. Hello, Angel. Hello? Oh, my goodness, are you there, little angel pop? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Harlan. It's your Aunt Ruthie calling, Angel. I'm calling from Rochester, New York, doll. How are you? Oh, my God, Holland. I'm over. I, I got up this morning, and I just had a craving for something delicious to eat from the food court over at the Silver City Mall. And your Uncle Harry was off doing some, some shit. He went over to the hardware store or something to buy some sprinkler heads or something. And I was feeling trapped in the house. And I'm like, oh, my God, I could really go for something nice to eat. And I didn't want to do it up nice and go to the Golden Corral. I just wanted something a little more casual. So I decided to go over to the food court, Angel, at the mall, over at the Silver City Mall. Oh, my God, they have some wonderful places to eat over there at the food court. They've got all kinds of wonderful things. And I get over there, Holland, I got in the car, and I'm driving, and I get to the food court, and I'm walking around, and I swear to God, people are staring at me. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with everyone? Is it Easter? And I'm standing there, and all of a sudden, I see little boys and little girls pointing at your Aunt Ruthie, Holland. And it wasn't, it made me very uncomfortable. And I started to wonder what in the name of Christ are they pointing at? And I looked down, Holland, and oh my God, I'm so embarrassed, little angel. I realized I forgot to put my skirt on. And I was, oh my God, from the waist down, I was naked in the food court, Holland. And I'm standing there completely naked. And some of the people are throwing up. Some of them are passing out. In one shot, one little boy ran up and actually put his finger in my bottom. I don't know why, what he thought, or maybe he thought. I heard him yell the word pumpkin, pumpkin, over and over again. 
I want to play with the pumpkin, is what he said. And then he put his finger right in my bottom. And I would, I got to tell you, I haven't, I jumped for sweet Christ. I mean, I jumped, I jumped up like a kangaroo with a pogo stick up his ass, Holland. I mean, God, I haven't felt anything on my anus since your Uncle Harry tried to do something back in Detroit when we were on holidays, when he was there for the big car convention. You know, your Uncle Harry has a couple of his whiskey sours, and he gets a little adventurous, and we got up to the hotel room, and he started trying to get his, you know, put, he tried to put the worm on the fishing hook, if you know what I mean, Holland. And uh, anyways, to all the little boy, when I turned around, I almost snapped his finger off. And I looked down and I realized I was completely naked, Angel. Oh my God, I forgot to put my lowers on. You know, my there's my uppers and then my lowers. And I'm standing there completely exposed and everyone's causing a fucking riot for some reason. Like they've never seen a 83-year-old vagina hanging in the wind, you know, type of thing. And I just acted very quickly, and I was in front of the Chipotle, Holland. Do you like the Chipotle? Remember when you were a little boy and Aunt Ruthie made you some Mexican tacos for your, I think it was your ninth birthday? You'd never had a Mexican taco, and your Aunt Ruthie made you some wonderful Mexican tacos, Holland. And you ate three or four of them before you puked all over the table. But anyways, I'm standing in front of Chipotle, and I reached out very quickly, and I grabbed the first thing I could find. And I guess they have these things called the burrito bowl, Holland, at the Chipotle. And they put a tinfoil lid on top of the burrito bowl, and I grabbed a tinfoil lid and planted it right over my 83-year-old Wonderbush, you know. And, oh, my God, Holland, I was so afraid of getting hit by lightning. Can you imagine if I've got tinfoil over my 83-year-old farmer's friend? And a bolt of lightning came through the roof of the food court, Holland, and fried your Aunt Ruthie's vagina. Oh, my God. And then I realized my bottom was exposed because the little boy put his finger in there, the little bastard. So I grabbed a wrapper from a double cheese whopper from Burger King and stuck that over my ass. And Holland, I'm walking through the food court. I'm so humiliated. I'm holding a chip, silver tin foil Chipotle cover over my lady parts on the front. And I got a wrinkled up a double whopper with cheese Burger King wrapper crinkled over my asshole. And I'm just feeling so exposed and vulnerable. And, you know, I already walk like a crab hauling with my crooked orthopedic foot sandals. I mean, good Lord, I look like I just got off a horse after riding from here to China, for Christ's sake. So you're, you're, you're Aunt Ruthie's a little emotional, Angel, but I shouldn't put that on you. You're in the Hollywoods doing your movies and your televisions and whatnot, and we're so proud of you, little Angel. Oh, you're so sweet. You're so sweet. Anyways, I'm back home, Holland. And I didn't, well, I, I didn't want to tell you this part, but I guess I should since I'm, you know, you're my little angel. 
on the lid of the Chipotle. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I guess the lid was sitting on someone's burrito bowl, and on the lid of the Chipotle there was a bunch of sour cream guacamole and some corn niblets. And I guess I pressed the tin foil lid too hard against my. I think the kids call it a joy joy these days. And when I took the tinfoil lid off the uh, off of my private lady parts, Holland, I had guacamole, sour cream, and corn niblets all over my 85-year-old vagina. And it just looked at I, Oh, my God. It was very disturbing. And then when I did the same thing on my ass, when I took the Burger King wrapper off, Holland, there was a tomato stuck in my crack. And I, good Lord... Holland, I think there was an onion circling my anus. Um, but anyways, Angel, I know you've got things to do. I'm sorry to disturb you. I hope you're okay. Aunt Ruthie misses you. Please call me when you get a chance, okay, Angel? Okay, Angel. Thank you, love bug. Aunt Ruthie loves you. Bye, Angel. Bye. Boy. And Ruthie, sure, she sure does use up a lot of my answering machine. So these these long-winded stories. I mean, I God, God, I love her to death, my dear Aunt Ruthie, and the poor, poor woman, a tomato and an onion on her anus, and oh, poor thing, she forgot to put her dress on. Oh, Aunt Ruthie. Well, maybe one day she'll get out to the Hollywoods where I'm making the movies and the televisions. And speaking of the televisions, gang, here's a little good news for you. Um, You know, for the last couple of years, I've talked about my sitcom that I've been working on, but it only aired up in Canada. And people were writing me and calling me and going, what's up, man? Why can't we watch your sitcom, man? No fair. That's not right. Canadian crap. What is that, man? Well, I have some good news for you. Um, It looks like the sitcom, which is called Package Deal, was purchased by Hulu. If you don't know what Hulu is, it's an online streaming service like Netflix or uh, HBO to go. And uh, you can you can download it as an app. You can get it on your computer. You can get it on your tablet. You can get it on your TV. It's called Hulu. And they are now running both uh, season one and season two of my sitcom package deal. So for those of you that were wondering and for those of you that were dying to see it, now is your chance. It's, it's a, a whole lot of fun. We're really proud of what we did. And uh, super excited that uh, it's available to, to the whole planet now, not, not just them greedy old Canadians. So please uh, check it out on Hulu Package Deal and uh, let me know if you, uh, if you think uh, you, you, you find it any good or if there's things you like about it, things you don't like about it. Um, but uh, I hope uh, you know it gives you some laughs and you have some fun with it. And uh, and there you go, uh, package deal on Hulu. And uh, while I'm at it, I want to thank my uh, callers for calling in on the uh, on the Harland Highway Hotline. Um, I'm glad they responded to the sh- the Schlitzy. 
That, that's so amazing that other people are aware of it because it, and, and it was funny because the people that called in also had an averse reaction to it. They, they didn't seem to like it. They thought it looked goofy and stupid and moronic and retarded. And, uh, and they're right. They are a hundred percent right. So, uh, if anyone else has any schlitzy reports, feel free to call them in, 323-739-4330. And I want to thank our female caller for calling in because, you know, right at the end, she kind of, you know, did did kind of like what Aunt Ruthie did. She said, she said I love you. Here, let, let me play it for you. It's so sweet. She says, I lo- thank you, Harlan. I love you. Okay. Thank you, Harlan, and I love you. Ah, uh, and I love you too. It's such. Thank you for that. That just that just made my day. I want you to know that you put a big smile on my face, in my heart, in my soul. And we don't know each other. We've never met. But even though we've never met and we don't know each other, it, just to hear that is is such positive, great, wonderful, warm energy. And, uh, you know, it's just a reminder of the power of that word to tell someone you love them in a, in a big, wide, loving sense. Um, and uh, just, just, just put a smile on my face. So, you know, maybe, maybe that's today's homework. Maybe that's today's homework. We, we want to thank that listener for giving us this idea. Maybe today, I'm, I'm gonna, sometimes I give you guys homework, and I count on you to do it. Maybe today you tell someone you love them. And not under your breath. I don't want to hear from you. I love you. Or as you're hanging up, okay, love you, bye. Or in an email, uh, blah, 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 love you, bye. No, 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 no. I wanted to have all the warmth and and uh, the exuberance and the feeling that this pavement pounder caller put into her. I love you. Okay, thank you, Harlan, and I love you. See, that's that's the way to do it. So your homework is to find. It could be someone you don't know. It could be someone you kind of know. Maybe it's someone you call into. Maybe you call into me. Maybe you call into a, another radio or podcast show. Maybe you call a friend. But put some happiness and meaning and joy into that I love you. And I have a feeling you will affect that person's day. And not only will you affect that person's day, I think you'll affect your own day by putting some heart into the I love you. I think you'll You'll put a smile on your own face because it feels good to give a a sincere, warm, loving, I love you to uh, another human being. And you could do it to the old standbys, the wife, the girlfriend, the husband, the boyfriend, if you want to, the mother, the father, the sister. But maybe, maybe try it with someone different, maybe a friend, maybe someone you're not used to saying the L word to. And again, it doesn't have to be an intimate I love you, like, oh, I love you. I love you. Meet me at the Motel 6 in half an hour. I love you. It can be a very general, warm, just, you know, I love you. I'm so glad you're on this planet sharing it with me. 
I'm just glad you're here. I love you. And I'm going to say it to you guys, all my listeners, I love you. Boy, did that feel good. I love all of you for listening, for being here, for just being alive and being you and being on this planet and sharing. Oh, I love you. I, re- I really, I really love all of you. And I want to meet all of you at the Motel 6 in half an hour. No, wait. Oh, had to slap myself there. Sorry, I, 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 I loved you sincerely in a loving way, and I got, I got steamrolled. I got barreled over by my own love and wanted to have intimate, lustful love with you at the Motel 6. And, I, and I'm, I'm dialing it back. I apologize. I broke my own rule of doing the homework. So there it is. There's your homework. And if you want to share it with me, if you want to, uh, maybe you even want to re- record it on your cell phone when you say it. Maybe you're talking to someone and you hit record on your cell phone and, and say the I love you and, and capture the reaction. And maybe you, uh, you play that recording to me. Or maybe you email that recording to me at uh, harlemwilliams.com at our contact page and I put it on the show. I bet you'll brighten everyone's day. You can't go wrong with a good old-fashioned I love you. <laughs> I love you. You're a groovy boy. I'd like to strap you on sometime. Rice a the San Francisco treat. Okay, easy, easy. Um, hey, I want to ask you about your social security number. In fact, I want your social security number. Could you just send it to me so I can get to, uh, you know, disrupting your life? Is that, could you do that for me? Is that possible? Could I please get your social security number? Okay. Um, so I, uh, I, I'm one of these guys that, uh, you know, when I, when I immigrated to, uh, the U S I, uh, I was given a social security card with my social security number on it. And, and because I had to do a lot of other paperwork, I just kept it in my wallet and, you know, I had to do the DMV thing, and I had to do my passport, and I had to do my citizenship, and I had to do my tax thing, and all kinds of stuff you have to do when you're moving from one country to the other. And so I just left my Social Security card in my wallet. And, you know, a lot of guys have wallets, and on one side there's like a little clear plastic window that you're supposed to tuck your driver's license under or whatever. And I just put my social security card in there. And over the last few years, uh, the reason I'm bringing it up is because it started to kind of beat me down a little. Um, Many people, many friends have commented. You know, when I pull the old wallet out to pay for lunch or dinner or whatever, they see my social, they go, "What, what are you doing with your social security card in there? What, who does that? What? Why are you carrying your social security card around? Look at you. Putting your social security card in your wallet. What's that? What's wrong with you? Who does this? Who puts this social security card in their wallet like this? What is this, 1972? What are you, Teen Wolf? 
Who, who does this type of thing anymore? It's unconscionable. It's unheard of. Why would you do this to your mother and your father like this? Putting your social security card number out there for the whole world to see. Who are you? Some kind of big shot? You gotta show the world your social security number. <coughs> God, you're making me sick. Good Lord. Hide that thing away. Don't don't put that thing out for everyone to see. I mean, good Lord. You'd think I committed murder or something, man. People people like mock me. They're like, what what are you doing, dude? What social security card? What's that? who does that? I mean, really, dude. What's going on with you, man? That is so are you doing is that a bit? Are you doing a bit? <laughs> that is so it's so gay, but so it's kind of what are you an idiot? Uh, so I got a lot of ridicule for it, and I was defending. It. I was like, "What? What are you talking about? It's my social security card. I, you know, I might need it." I and they go, "Nobody does that." So now I'm very self conscious, and and I I started to realize, you know, I'm assimilated. I've been here a while. Maybe I don't really need it there. And people are always like, "Oh, if so, if you lose your wallet, dude." You're done. I mean, that's it. You're over. I mean, if someone gets the hand on that card, do you know how many years it's going to take you to get your life back in order? Forget about it. You'd be better off chopping that thing up and feeding it to your dog. I mean, you don't you don't want no one to get your, their hands on your social security card. You leave it in your wallet like that, you, that's like almost an invitation to, hey, you over there, you in the uh, greasy leather jacket and the oily hair. And the gun in your belt. Yeah, why don't you come and fuck my life up for me right now? That's what you're basically doing. So I've gotten all these reprimands and all these uh, accusations. And I've been mocked and made fun of. I'm like, good Lord. So now I'm uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take it out. I'm going to remove my social security card. Not today. Not today. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe I... I've grown attached to it. Maybe maybe there's a comfort level. Maybe it's my little blue security blanket. I don't know. I don't know. I just love the number. I love the number I have. That's my number. That's my social security number. I'm going to be secure in social settings because I have a social security number. And if anything gets awkward or weird and I feel out of place, I'm just going to pull out my social security number and say, I don't feel weird. I feel very comfortable in this social setting. I have a social security number. I won't be left out of the conversation. I'm secure. Okay, I'm going a little too far, but here's the thing. Here's where I'm going with this, okay? Why why do we still have these stupid cards and these stupid numbers that people violate and steal and go online and destroy lives and do identity thefts and get information about us? I mean, aren't we past that? Aren't we in the age of 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 digital phones and digital watches and cell phones and and electric cars and isn't everything modern why are we still holding a little piece of paper that looks like a blockbuster video membership card remember those 
Oh, my God. You still have one of those? What's wrong with you? All right, easy. Um, but but can we be at a place? Like it, it seems to me with the driver's license and the fake voter ID and the fake insurances and every all, all these pieces of paper, green cards and passports, they can all be manipulated and forged. And it's quite easy to do, and it causes a lot of problems, and it, it opens up uh, regular folks like me and you to have our, our identification stolen. Can we not just have a chip? Is, ev- is everyone that opposed to having a little chip inside them that just stores everything, and you put your finger on a pad, or they look in your iris, or whatever of our... Whatever, I'm totally who I say I am. Just look at my iris and feel my fingertip. It's me, dude. Okay? Look at my iris. If you don't believe it's me, look at my iris. It's me. And feel my fingertip. That's my, that's my identity. I mean, even E.T. had a little something going on in his fingertip. Remember that little red light? That had to mean something. E.T. Social security fingertip. Um, but seriously, I mean, can we have, I mean, I mean, we have dogs with chips in them. When your dog runs away, you can go beep. Oh yeah, that's my dog. Yep. How beautiful is that when you hear those stories where someone kidnaps a dog or a dog gets lost? They take it to the vet. They scan it like like a piece of grocery at a at a grocery check-in line. Beep 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 beep. Yep, that's Fido. He belongs to you. I mean, how 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 imposing can a chip be? I I, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm I haven't seen one, but I'm guessing they're very small. I mean, look, if they can get the the data of a modern computer into the Apple Watch. If they can shrink down, look at all the things the Apple Watch or your cell phone can do. These are like mini computers. I'm sure they can put some kind of ID chip with all our information into a little chip that that they put that under our skin at birth. It's like you're telling me they can circumcise at birth, but they can't put in a modern chip? Well, we can perform this archaic primitive ritual called snipping the tip of a boy's penis off. Yes, that's right. When he's born, we cut his knob off with a butcher knife. But I'll be damned if we put any of our modern technology under his skin. I mean, seriously, it would save us having to carry passports around. How many of you have lost a passport? How many of you have lost a wallet or a purse? It's a living nightmare to get all your ID back, your license, your social security card, your this, your that, the blah, 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 blah. Can't everything just be on one programmable little chip? And I know all these people are going, oh, well, they're going to follow you. They're going to track you. The government will know where you are at every second. Oh, my God, you won't be able to have any anonymity. Well, can you now? Seriously, doesn't all the documentation you have track your every move anyhow? They know how much money you spend. They know where you go with your passport. They know... 
you know, your health records. They, they know uh, you're driving. They know it's already there. So what, what, what's the paranoia about having a chip? And I always say, you know, unless you're doing something illegal or wrong, what, what are you worried about a little chip for? I don't know. You'd probably forget it was there, but I get it. It dehumanizes us a little bit. Let's look at the downside. Suddenly we're walking around with a technology in us that can be tracked by the powers that be. But the world is becoming more tumultuous. People are sneaking through the cracks. People are crossing borders. People are becoming uh, terrorists. People are doing, you know, the world's becoming a, a lot more evil, it seems. There's a lot more people with technical knowledge to get into the Internet and into your personal files and exploit your money, steal your, your personality, steal your finances. I mean, would a chip inside our bodies just alleviate all that? And I'm not talking about a chip that controls our mind or anything like that. It's merely a data chip that, that, that has all the pertinent information. We don't have to carry around any more paperwork, any more documentation. You, you wouldn't be able to do anything fraudulent with it. Unless you're willing to have some guy in a dark room in Mexico cut your neck open and, okay, we're going to remove the chip, okay? And we're going to replace it with a tortilla chip. Yes, people won't really know who you are, but if you ever fall in a bowl of salsa, you will have nothing to worry about because you will have a Dorito chip in your neck. I don't know. It seems like, you know, like I said, we are already in the system, okay? When you're born, you're given the the birth certificate, then you get the Social Security, then you get the tax ID, then you get the driver's license, and you get the birth certificate, and then you get the blah, 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 and it just keeps going on and on. So wouldn't it just make life easy? It, it would stop fraudulent voting, it would, it would stop bad people from getting into airports. It would stop people trying to, uh, you know, do fake transactions at a bank. It would stop identity theft. It would stop a lot of things. There's, Like I said, there's always pros and cons, but isn't it time? And mostly I'm saying this is because I don't want to get mocked anymore when I open my wallet and people see my social security number. Oh, oh my God, I'm so upset and emotional. <laughs> okay, enough. Just had to slap myself there. So uh, I don't know. I'm throwing it out there. Any thoughts from any of you? And I already, I already hear the arguments, like I said. People will be, well, the government will be able to get in and program us, and, you know, you'll be tracked everywhere you go, and blah, blah, blah. Like I said, it's kind of, we're already there, and now they want to put, yo know, cameras on all the cops, and soon they'll want to put cameras on the people, and they'll put cameras everywhere. It's, it's you know, we can be traced through our cell phones. We're, with our cell phones, we're basically carrying a tracking device. Did you know that? Yeah. 
You're basically carrying a tracking device anyhow. So why don't we just stop pretending about all this, it's America and we've got all these freedoms, because, you know, in a way we don't. We might have been tricked into thinking we do. But why don't we just say, you know what, it already exists, let's just put it all in one place, make it easy, boom. And as I said, mostly I don't have to get mocked anymore. So something to think about. If you have any thoughts on this, please let me know. I'd like to hear. You can call me, 323-739-4330. And uh, let me know what you think. Because I can see some people being vehemently opposed to this. It's like too big brotherish. And then I could see other people who live in a fast-paced society and just want to be done with all the paperwork and the whatchamacallit and just be able to breeze through, uh, you know, lines, breeze through airports, breeze, you know, not have to deal with stuff, blah, blah, blah. Don't have to worry about losing stuff. 323-739-4330. You can write me at harlanwilliams.com. And I'll leave leave you right there with that, that probing probing question don't you laugh at me don't you laugh at my social security card um and i think we'll leave it right there i I like leaving you guys in a place where you have to be thinking and why because i love you i love you yes i love you 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 and your social security number you have the most sexy social security number I've ever seen in my life. I want to put my lips all over your social security number. I want to take your social security number out to the moonlight and dance on the edge of a cliff and make passionate wild love to your social security number. I love you, my darling. I must have you right now. Okay, creep too much, too soon. <laughs> God. What is with me and the social security number, man? All right, let's do some uh, some announcements here. Come on. Come on, gang. If you want to see me uh, do some stand-up, some live stand-up, you can check me out. Uh, I'll be in San Diego, San Diego, California. Excellent city. Love that city. Great club there, the American Comedy Co. That's in San Diego. And that is uh, May 21st through the 24th. And uh, you can get your tickets online at harlandwilliams.com. Just go to my stand-up comedy uh, link on the page, and boom, you are in playa. Let's move over to June. If you want to see me uh, in Los Angeles, uh, I will be at Ontario, Ontario, California, just outside of Los Angeles. That's June 11th through the 14th. Great club out there. Last time we just sold out every damn show, and we want to do it again. We had a killer time out there. So June 11th to June 14th, Ontario Improv, Ontario, California, and then June 18th to the 21st, I'm going to be down in Houston, boy. Yeah, we're going to be at the Improv in Houston, y'all. And what we going to do there is we going to do stand-up at the Improv, June 18th to the 21st. Get your tickets. And then in July, New York. 
I'll be in New York at Levity Live, which is an amazingly beautiful club I'm hearing. It'll be my first time there. Um, and uh, I hope to see you out there, you crazy nuts. Um, all tickets uh, can be purchased. There's links at uh, harlowwilliams.com. While you're there, check out the store. We have crazy T-shirts, DVDs, uh, digital downloads, um, books, you name it, man. All kinds of great gifts at uh, harlowwilliams.com. Also, uh, please just subscribe to my YouTube page while you're there. It's free. Um, there's a link down at the bottom of the homepage. You just click it and you're in. And then every time I post a wacky video, you get to watch it before anybody else. Um, and if you like this podcast, you'll probably like my videos because they're a little demented, a little off center. No, they're not. They're perfectly rational and they're uh, very logical. So screw you. Um, I think you'll enjoy them. So, uh, if you don't, you can unsubscribe. There's no tricks, no gimmick, gimmick, gimmickry. There's no fees. There's no nothing, man. You just get to, uh, you know, take a peek and enjoy and have a laugh. That's what it's all about. Having a laugh, baby. Um, what else can I tell you? I think that's it for now. Um, you can also listen to this podcast at uh, allthingscomedy.com, atc.com. It's a podcast uh, network that has me and several other funny, funny comedians and people doing podcasts. Check that scene out, man. And uh, that's it. I think we're done for today. Um, so until next time, chicken, chow mein. Baby. Okay. Thank you, Harlan. And I love you.